And the purpose of his coming was to prepare a people ready for the Lord's coming. When the Lord Jesus came right behind John the Baptist, those who had repented saw that Jesus was the Messiah and they began to follow him. Now today we have the living and active word of God to prepare a people for Jesus' second coming. And we have been exercised about this matter of how to be prepared for the Lord's coming. Our brother Christian gave us a beautiful picture in our hearts last week. At the very end of the Song of Solomon, the bride cries out, asking her husband to come upon the mountain of spices. And our brother reminded us that the Lord is looking for a mountain, a bride, who expresses the fragrance of Christ in their life. Such a fragrant bride will attract the king to come. Now a number of us were able to go to this recent conference we had this fall in Harvey Cedars. And the theme of this conference was Occupy Till I Come. And I have been sharing, this is the second time to share on this theme for the sake of all of us understanding this. So let's turn to Luke chapter 19 and to see where this expression comes from. While they were listening to these things, Jesus went on to tell a parable because he was near Jerusalem and they supposed that the kingdom of God was going to appear immediately. So he said, a nobleman went to a distant country to receive a kingdom for himself and then return. And he called ten of his slaves and gave them ten minas and said to them, do business with this until I come. 有一个贵州往远方去,要德国回来,便叫了他的十个仆人来,交给他们十定银子,或者做米拉,说你们去做生意, 
So at the Harvey Cedars Conference, we had the fellowship on this uh, verse uh, from our brother Stephen Kong and myself and David Peck. 在哈比西的特会的时候，呃，江弟兄、呃，David彭弟兄以及Dana弟兄都分享到这个经节。But I thought it would be good to come and with with our whole congregation here together share one more time uh, upon this same thing.我觉得今天能够我们在弟兄姊妹一起，我们再能够进入这个主题是非常的好。Because it's very relevant to us who want to be a people prepared for the Lord's coming. 因为的确这个主题对于我们今天要在这里预备主再来是何等的适合。Occupy till I come.为主忙碌直到主再来。Be occupied till I come.让我们忙碌直到主再来。Trade till I come.或者说做生意直等到我回来。Do business till I come. 或者说做生意,做交易,只等到我回来。This was four different English translations of this little phrase.所以这一句经文在英文版本有四种不同的翻译。Now because it says to trade or do business till I come.或者说翻译成做交易,或者做生意,只等我回来。So my Bible says this is a parable about money usage. 呃，Dana弟兄那个英语的翻译，他那个这里的呃这一段小节有一个提示是说呃如何做生意，如何使用银钱。So uh, if you think this is a parable of money usage, I know that you will memorize the whole passage.如果大家知道这个比喻是讲到如何来使用银钱，可能大家都会记得牢牢的。But this is not a parable about money usage.但其实这个比喻不是讲到如何使用银钱。In verse eleven, we understand what the parable is about. 其实十一节这里就告诉我们这个比喻是在讲什么。Our Lord was nearing Jerusalem for his final visits before the cross. 因为主耶稣这一次要去耶路撒冷，是他最后一次去，他要定十字架。Now the people who were following him were very excited. 所以跟从耶稣的人，他们非常的兴奋。Because they were thinking Jesus would go down to Jerusalem and set up his kingdom right away. 因为他们是，他们以为耶稣就要去耶路撒冷，就要啊立立了他的国。Now they want Jesus to be the king of the kingdom. 他们要要要要这个啊要推举耶稣做那个这个国的王。They want him to be on his throne in Jerusalem right now. 他们希望耶稣马上就坐在那个王位上。Do we want him upon the throne right now? 我们是不是希望耶稣马上就坐在他的宝座上呢？Do we want him to come right now? 我们是不是希望耶稣赶快就来了呢？Now this is a wonderful thought.那的确这个是很美好的意念。But Jesus wanted to correct this notion.但是耶稣在这里却要改正门徒的一些想法。And so he, through this parable, corrected the disciples' understanding.所以借着这个比喻，耶稣就啊纠正了门徒的想法。Here is the most important thing. I will come. 一点就是说我我会来。Till I come, he says. 他说只等我来。But then he said. 接下来他说。For now, you must do business till I come. 但是现在你们要做交易，只等到我来。So we shouldn't make the mistake that some of the Thessalonians made. 我们不要犯了那个铁道罗尼加教会他们所犯的错误。Some of the Thessalonians said, "The Lord is coming. The Lord is coming soon. Let's quit work and just wait for Him to come." 
。那铁扇摩尼家的人，他们有人以为说，哦，主再来，主快来了，所以我们就不要做任何事情了，因为他已经要来了。So sometimes you hear of a Christian group that goes out to the uh out to the far west and digs a cave and they wait for the Lord to come back. 所以我们也听说有一些基督徒，好像他们就走到远方的地方，他们就呃在那个洞里头，他们就在那边坐在那里，就等候主来。But when the Lord says, "Be occupied till I come," 但是主说你们要去，你们要忙碌，只等到我来。Now we see something. There's a connection there. 所以我们就在看你看到他们中间的关系。If we will be faithful with what the Lord wants us to do, He will come. 这是我们对于主吩咐我们的，我们忠心，他会来。And so he speaks this parable of the mina. 所以主在来这里讲到这个比喻是讲到这个银子或做米拿米拿。And we know when we read the whole parable. 所以当我们读了整整个比喻的时候 ，that the parable speaks of being faithful to the Lord until He comes. 所以这个比喻就讲到说啊，为主忠心，只等到他再再来。Just a little faithfulness. 但是就是有这么一点点的忠心，就在我们日常生活每一天，这就为主预备他再来。We're to trade, do trade right now. 我们现在就是在这做交易。We trade every time we share the gospel. 我们每一次分享福音，也就是我们做交易的时候。We trade as we come and worship our Lord and break bread together. 我们当我们来一起来敬拜、来波饼、喝杯纪念主，也是我们做交易。We pray, we trade as we pray together. 当我们一起祷告的时候，我们也是在这做交易。We trade when we study the word of His patience. 所以，当我们在这里读主的话的时候，我们也是在做交易。Indeed, the Lord has given each of us a mina. 其真的，主给我们每个人都有这一个米拿。Now it's not a lot. 虽然不是很多。But it's all we need to trade. 但是我们为了要做交易，这一个米拿就够了。There is no Christian who can say, "I have nothing with which to trade for my Lord." 没有一个基督徒能够说我什么东西都没有，呃，使我不能够为主做交易。We understand a few things about this parable. 而我们从这个比喻，我们可以学习几件事情。The first thing is this. 啊，第一件事呢 ，Actually. This little faithfulness we're doing now, 虽然我们现在有一点点这么很小的忠心 determines our future reward in the kingdom of God. 就决定了将来在神的国里头的奖赏 One of these servants took one mina and made ten out of it when the Lord came back. 这里有一个仆人领了十锭，呃，一个一锭银子，他却赚了十锭 The Lord says, "Well done." I You are faithful in little things. Now I give you ten cities to rule over. 主人说，你做的很好，你在小事上忠心。我现在要交给你十座城来管理。Can you believe? 你相信吗 ？Just one mina. 他就那么一个银一锭银子。But he traded the mina. 但是他就借了一个银一直不断的交易。And that's all the Lord wanted. 那这就是主要我们做的。Because we see another servant, then he traded. He says, "Well, I I got five more mina." 因为我们看另外一个仆人，他说我赚了五锭银子。Now what the Lord said? 那主怎么说呢 ？Well, you're not as good as that guy. 主说你没有不如那个赚十锭银子的。No, he didn't say that. 他不是这样说的。He said, "Well done, good servant." 他也说你做的很好。Now you were faithful in little things. I will give you five cities to rule over. 主说：“你在小事上忠心，我也是给你另外五座城，你来管理。” But there was the guy with one mina. 
但是他却没有去用这个银子来交易呢？But he would say, "Good job, well done." So I can't give you all of the city, but I give you queens. Because the point is to take what little you have and trade it. Many Christians have a, a bent over back because their chin is always scraping on the ground, saying, "I have nothing. I have nothing." I am poor。那有許多基督徒他們其實就彎著腰好像這樣子說,他們說我什麼都沒有,我什麼都沒有,我很貧窮。But everybody who does that, the Lord will say, I gave you Amina。那若是你其實對這樣每一個這樣的人說,我已經給了你一定銀子了,那你你是怎麼來使用呢?Now we had to ask the question, then well, what is this Mina?所以我們要問一個問題說這個Mina是什麼呢?Is this is in money? In the parable, it, it's money, but it's not money. Now, at the Harvey Cedars conference, our brother Kong was very clear about what the mina is. It's something that the Lord gives to every brother and sister evenly. Now what is that? Only this. His life. Just his life. When you were born again, you received his life. 當你重生了,你就接受了他的生命。Now, what are you going to do with that life? 那你要用這個生命做什麼呢? This is the issue regarding this tree. 所以這裡講的這個做交易,就是重點就是在於那裡。Everyone has received this life. 因為每個人都接受了主的生命。Who is trading in the kingdom trading and increasing in life? 那你是不是為了神的國在上面交易,在你的生命是不是在這裡增長呢? We all know Second Peter, the first chapter. It starts off this way. By his grace and mercy, you have been made partakers of the divine nature. That's the life. Now add to your faith virtue, and to your virtue knowledge, and to knowledge patience, and to patience brotherly love, and the brotherly love love. Increase. That which you have Will he find you trading when he comes? Now we understand in terms of church life. 
Immediately we should ask this question. Now we've received his life. Now look at Jesus. Now Jesus had the Father's life. He walked through this world. But when he walked through this world, he could always sing, and he walked with me and he talked. Walking in this world, in heavenly fellowship with the Father. Now that's us now. Our fellowship is with Jesus. We've been born again. Every day we should walk with him and talk with him. Sounds so easy, huh? Are you walking that way? Do I see the heavenly countenance even though your feet are walking on the ground? We have the Lord's life. And we will be living with that life forever and ever and ever. Something timeless about it, something wonderful about it. Uh, so why is it so hard to walk this way? Well, now I guess I have to tell you the bad news. It's true you have this life in you, and I have. The only way we will grow is by the cross. Every time something is denied of ourself, his life grows. Now, it isn't that your, uh, your soul is bad. Your soul, your mind, your affections, your will are meant to be channels of his life expressed. Our soul is not the problem. Our soulishness is the problem. That means we depend on our soul instead of our spirit. We're so used to our soul. Now we all look about the same size in here. But actually, inside this uh, piece of uh, bone here, some people have very big brains, almost pressing into their ears, squeezing. And some Christians have no brains. But the problem with a brainy person who's oozing out of your ears is you depend on your brain. So you're supposed to walk and talk with the Lord when you pray. But if you just pray with your mind, you come up with some cool things to say to the Lord. 
And you have some great ideas how the Lord should do something. And you tell him. 但是你自己好像有你自己也有一些好的意见，你在告诉主我要这么做，我要这么做。But the problem is when we are mind praying, we never hear the Lord. 但当我们这样用我们的心思去祷告的时候，我们其实没有听到主的声音。You know, we we sing a song, uh, uh, "Open the eyes of my heart." 我们有一首诗歌说，让我们打开我们心中的眼睛。And we pray that. But we also pray, give me a heart to listen. So let me ask you a question. Now, how many of you heard the Lord this morning? Now, I bet you there's a higher percentage. How many of you talked to the Lord this morning? But how many of you heard from the Lord lesser percentage? Depending on ourselves. Now, this becomes very crucial when we gather as an assembly. Now, are we now a mountain of spices? What do you smell? You smell the henna yet? You smell perfume. Uh, so we're not really the mountain of spices yet, huh? But when we gather, we build with something. If we build by his life, then what does Paul say? Then the church is built with gold, silver, precious stones. Now what if we build by our self-life? We start preaching some deep doctrines. Only the people with the overflowing brains can understand. We may just be building with wood, hay, and stubble. You know that Paul, as an apostle, got after preachers who came around preaching a lot of heady stuff. Wood, hay, stubble. If we gather, and it's a very emotional time, now there are some churches who like to stir up everybody's emotion. play the music louder and louder. Uh, people run around yelling. Uh, we all have a wonderful time yelling and jumping up and down. Uh, this could be it's so important when we gather to, to gather and serve out of this life. That life is on the one hand our limitless resource and the other hand our total limitation. How big is the Lord's life? It's unlimited. 
Some sense it can make us, as it were, unlimited. But on the other hand, his life is the only uh, uh, money, currency we can use. I have one mina, you have one mina. No sense putting in our own self. Only what's traded with the mina will count. So the cross always works on us to get us where we can release that mina. It's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And this brings us to the second issue in this difficulty of just being what we're supposed to be. What's the second issue? We trade by faith. Faith. Believing you have something to trade. Many Christians suffer from unbelief. Now, this unbelief is not probably, I don't know if God is real. The unbelief is not, am I saved? Maybe the unbelief is not, does God love me? Here's the unbelief. Does he really live in me? That's where many Christians have trouble. Because if we don't know that by faith, we have nothing to trade. You see, trading is risky business. I don't know if we have any traders here. I mean, I'm talking about stock traders and Hedge fund traders and all that. Maybe we have some. I don't know. Please don't raise your hand. Or people, people will come with you for advice. You know, it takes faith to trade. There's some risk. Maybe you make bad investment. Maybe you make a mistake. Maybe you'll suffer loss. That's what faith's all about. I believe the Lord's life is in me. He wants me to give it away today. I don't know, I think I should hold on to this life. What if I witness I say something wrong? What if I make a mistake? Because we think God will be angry with us. So many Christians are so afraid. They take that life. Put it in a handkerchief, bury it in a handkerchief. No good. Faith overcomes fear. We don't hide. 
have to trade. It's our only way forward. And so this is what the Lord says. How do we let the Lord's life flow out of us? How do we release our faith? The Lord says this in Luke chapter 9, verse 24. Whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. Whoever loses his life for my sake, he is the one who will save it. Let me tell you about the story of the man who came back with five minas. Now that, that first servant who came back with ten minas, he made some good trades. He served in the kingdom by his life. 他是用, 用主的生命来服侍那个国度, came back, he stored up many treasures in heaven. But the guy with five minas, uh, he invested his mina. He only came back with a half mina. He made some mistake. And he traded the half mina. And that time he got back two mina. And through his time, he made some good investments, some bad investments, some mistakes, so he didn't make ten, which is the top. But now that the Lord get after the man with five mina? So we don't know, maybe he made mistakes. Or maybe he was timid. You know, there's some people who are willing to sell everything right away. Some people are very timid and shy. But they both trade. The Lord wants to see us love Him so much that we overcome our fear with faith. Now our brother Kong spent the whole message in Harvey Cedars talking about our spiritual exercise. That is the spirit we have that's now been quickened by the Lord. Now we need to exercise our spirit. During this lifetime, we are to become stronger, fortified by the Holy Spirit within, so our spirit becomes stronger and rules over us as we walk in the Spirit. Now, because there are, as we say, three different functions of our spirit, so there are three different areas of our exercise. Now, this is where I got last time when we ran out of time. 
so just if we could trace together these three areas of exercise, because this is the daily exercise that enables us to trade his life. The first thing I'd like us to look at is trading for a good conscience. When we are born again, we're born again with a spirit that has a conscience. Let's look at that. First, turn to 1 Timothy chapter 6. Now, trading, we could say, is fighting. As Paul puts it, fight the good fight of faith. Are you ready to fight? I had to take off my jacket so I could fight. It's a good fight of faith. Let's notice in verse 12. What Paul tells Timothy that you must fight. Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called, and you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Now that's a very profound single verse. To fight the good fight of faith, we must take hold of the life that we have received. We need to live by that life. We need to discover that life. Because it's out of that life that we bear a good testimony. No matter what your job or vocation may be, whether you're in school, if you are laying hold of that eternal life that was given to you as a gift of grace, then you will be able to trade with that life. Now back in chapter 1, Paul exhorts Timothy regarding this matter of the good fight for a good conscience. Now in verse 18, we begin to read. Now Timothy is the young servant of God. And the brothers have prayed for him. And the Lord has spoken to our dear brother. But just because you're called, still you have to fight. So listen to what he says. This command I entrust to you, Timothy, my son, in accordance with the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may fight the good fight, keeping faith and a good conscience, which some have rejected and suffered shipwreck in regard to their faith. 
。我提摩太啊，我从前指着你的预言，将这命令交托你，叫你因此可以打那美好的仗，长存信心和无愧的良心。有人丢弃良心，就在真道上如同船破坏了一般。这真道就是信心。那。How many of you like the fact you have a conscience? 那大家都知道你是不是有良心呢 ？The conscience keeps you awake some nights. 啊，有的时候晚上你睡不着，就就是个良心好像让你睡不着。Sometimes your conscience makes you nervous. 有的时候良心让你很紧张。Thank God for your conscience. 啊，为着你的良心，我们感谢神。If you have a true conscience, 如果你有一个真真实的良心 ，it means the life of God is in you. 就是神的生命，它就住在，就住在你里面了。Before we were born again, now we had a soulish conscience. 在我们重生以前，我们也有一个属魂的良心。Our heart was trained by our customs, our culture, our religion, our family. 我们的心其实都是根据我们的啊习惯、传统、遗传，我们的家庭这样子，我们的心就这样子养成的。But that's just sort of human, the conscience of a fallen man. 其实那个良心是一个堕落的人的良心。He knows right from wrong. 他也知道对和是错。But many times that conscience is led astray. 但是有的时候那个常常的良心其实就是把我们引到呃迷途上面去。So we have some people who learn develop a religious conscience so that it's good to kill Americans and you will go to heaven because you have done that. 所以有的宗教就有这样的变成说，你若是杀了一个美国人。你却可以上到天堂。Now, that's not a God conscience. 那不是神的良心。That's a culture conscience. 那是一个文一个文化的一个良良心。Now, when we're born again, 当我们重生了 ，our spirit conscience comes alive. 我们那个属灵的良心就活过来了。And two things happen. 就是两件事情发生。Thank God they happen at the same time. 所以感谢神，这两件事情同时发生的。When as a Christian we awaken our conscience, we realize what terrible sinners we are. 当我们啊重生以后，我们良心活过来，我们就知道我们是何等可怕的一个罪人。But at the same moment, 但是就在那个同时 ，we realize how precious is the blood of Jesus Christ. 我们也就非常的宝贝我们主耶稣基督他的宝血。People who love to pray, thanking God for the blood of Jesus Christ, they know that they're sinners to the core. 所以，我们这些愿意喜欢祷告的人，我们都愿意祷告说，主耶稣基督的宝血洗净我们罪人一切的罪。Now, the last time I spoke, I shared the scriptures from Hebrews chapter nine. 所以上次我交通的时候讲到希伯来书第九章。It's the blood of Jesus that cleanses our conscience from dead works and enables us to serve the living God. 就讲到啊，神使我们的啊，他他的血洗净我们的良心，可以我让我们侍奉永生神。And we all know from First John chapter one verse nine, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 我们也读到约翰一书第一章第九节讲到说，我们若认自己的罪，本是信实的，他的血必要洗净我们一切的罪。Now the Lord is trying to develop in us as Christians. 所以主就要让我们基督徒能够成长。A good conscience. 也是一个好的良心。Keep a good conscience. 能够持守那个好的良心。And even a clear conscience. 能够有那个很清楚的良心。Paul often refers to the fact. 所以，保罗常常讲到这一点。That he serves the Lord with a clear conscience. 保罗说：“我是为我有一个清楚的良心来服侍神。” His conscience has become strong and good. 
But when we're young Christians, we have a weak conscience. Where does Paul talk about that? In 2 Corinthians, and chapter 8, there's a whole section about eating meat offered to idols. Now he's telling the brothers and sisters in verse 7. Just as you abound in everything, in faith and utterance and knowledge and in all earnestness and in the love we inspired in you, see that you abound. Oh, sorry. Uh, that's not quite it. I'm sorry, you know what? It's First uh, Corinthians chapter 8. That was such a good verse, I almost went off preaching on it. 刚刚读了经节非常好我几乎要接着继续来交通那个经节了 now many times a young Christian has a weak conscience. In this case, they had a conscience over some superstitious stuff. Some of the Corinthians knew, you know what, the Lord Jesus is my only Lord. I don't care what the meat, where it comes from, I eat it. But some people say, no, 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 that meat was offered to idols, you can't eat it. And they're bound by some traditional, cultural superstition. Now, I can't stay on this topic, but Paul says, don't you stumble somebody who has a weak conscience. So don't stumble brothers and sisters by you doing something that offends them and hurts their conscience. But the fact is, as long as we have a weak conscience, the enemy can attack it to condemn us and condemn us and condemn us. I'm sure there are some Christians in this room who are always under condemnation because a weak conscience tells them they're guilty, guilty, guilty. 我相信在座一定也有人有这样软弱的良心，你一直觉得仇敌一直在这里控告控告你。Now only your confession of sin，就当你在这里认自己的罪，your obedience and turning from sin，你就顺服，你也就转离这样的罪。And the grace of God can strengthen your conscience。神他就可以，他可以加添你的良心。Now you remember how John writes in his first letter。我们知道约翰，约翰一书。and in chapter 3, he says, My little children, if your heart condemns you, what does it say? 
God is greater than your heart. This means that sometimes we condemn ourselves. We always go, I haven't done right. I haven't done the best. I, 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 I've fallen short. 你觉得你老是觉得你做的不好，你做错了，你做了还不够。God's children go through this。神的儿女其实都有都是这样的。So John says, listen, the God who loves you, He's greater than your heart.所以约翰就在这里说，你们听，神的心比你们心更大。He knows all things.他知道所有的事情。Sometimes you can't see it, but He understands.有的时候你没有看见，但是神他知道的。Now you know this good shepherd we've been worshiping today.今天早上我们在这里敬拜这个好牧人。he knows what sheep are like. And he wants you to come to the place where you can live in the light of God and in a good conscience. But it's a fight not to be condemned. The enemy is always shooting darts. Well, maybe, well, that's South, that's South America, right? Like a blowgun, shooting darts at your heart. And what about these two uh, brothers there in First Timothy chapter one? It says, keep faith and a good conscience, which some have rejected and suffered shipwreck in regard to their faith. Among these are Hymenius and Alexander. 有人丢弃良心，就在真道上如同船破坏了一般，其中有徐米乃和亚历山大。那保罗在这里讲什么呢？These men rejected their conscience, telling them no, no, no.这里有两个人，他们就弃绝了他们良，他们的良心，总是对良心说我不要，我不要，我不要。And now their faith is shipwrecked. You see, now these guys really think they believe. Whatever they're doing, they're doing it with all the more energy of their soul. But you cannot act in faith when your conscience is convicting. Faith and a good conscience go hand in hand. So when you ask something of God and your conscience bothers you, it's very tough. But if you, have a, if you have a clear conscience, you can ask whatever you want, it will be done. So we need an active, good conscience in order to occupy until he comes. So praise God, you have a good conscience. Make it strong. The enemy cannot attack you. Conscience is under the blood. And if you're convicted in your conscience, now notice the devil condemns you. The Holy Spirit convicts you. What's the difference? The Holy Spirit convicts you. He says you're guilty of that. But the devil condemns. 
He says, you're guilty about that, and that's who you are, and you're never going to change, and you're going to end up in hell. So he imposes a sentence on you. The Spirit just tells you the truth to convict you. We must learn to live by this conscience. Now let's just look at communion for a couple of minutes. Just a verse in John chapter 6. John chapter 6. Verse 53. Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in yourself. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. 吃我肉和我血的人就有生,就有永生,在末日我要叫他复活。And then in verse 56 he explains what this eating and drinking him means.五十六节就讲到这个吃和喝是什么意思。He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me, and I in him.吃我肉和我血的人藏在我里面,我也藏在他里面。Our spirit has the capacity to commune with the living God. Communion, fellowship with God Himself. Before we were saved, we knew a lot about God. Now we're saved, we're getting to know God Himself. What's our first trading act with Armina? We get saved. By his life. We say, Abba. And you began to commune with God. And this communion never ends. And he walks with me. 他就跟我们同行,跟我们交谈。The Spirit within us is always seeking God. 我们在我们的灵总是来寻求神的。Always praising.总是来赞美神的。Always thanking.总是来感谢的。Always worshiping.总是来敬拜的。Always praying.总是祷告的。When Paul says, I pray for you always. Now that doesn't just mean, you know, every day he prays for this group. But there is a flow of prayer that comes through our hearts all day long in communion with our God. And by the precious blood of Jesus, we can come by a new and living way into the very throne room to commune with our God. Have you communed with God today? Have you talked to Him? Has He talked to you? Was there something that happened in the worship time today 
where the Lord talked to you? 今天当我们早上刚刚敬拜的时候，是否主跟你说话了呢？ When you come to a worship service, are you ready to trade? 所以当你来到敬拜的时候，你是否预备好来也来做交易呢？ To listen? 来愿意听呢？ And to worship God? 来敬拜神呢？ Ah, you see, we need to fight to keep our communion. 所以我们也需要征战来来持续这个交通。Our life should be like Abraham's. 我们的生活应该像亚伯拉罕一样。he pitched his tent and he built an altar. 所以亚伯拉罕不管他走到什么地方，他就支搭他的他的支搭他的帐篷，他就设立一个祭坛。So I make two points and then I close. 那最后结束前再举两点。You need to fight the good fight of faith to build an altar in your life. 你也需要在征道上打那美好的仗，你要来来建立你的祭坛。You need to fight. For a closet where you can commune in secret with God. At home, you need to find a place. You need to turn off the music, turn off the computer, turn off, silence your phone. You and the Lord. There must be this communion. And it's best at the start of the day. You must find a secret place. You say, well, that's impossible. I have a mom, I've got three kids. And I take care of them, and then the fourth kid, my husband, comes home. So I'm always busy, busy, busy. You have to find the closet, lock the door. But you must find such a place. You know, today it's very tough to be silent. We had a retreat two weekends ago of the Manhattan Saints. So Saturday afternoon, here was the lesson. Spend one hour of silence before God. Ask Him to speak to you through a scripture. One sister said, This is the toughest thing I ever did in my life. One hour, no Facebook, one hour, no emails, one hour, no, no phone, one hour, just me and the Lord, no music, no other people, almost impossible. 所以他说，在这个小时之内，没有任何的电脑、音乐、电话或者网络上任何的东西、社交的，他说也没有什么，只有我和主。他说这个几乎不可能。And she confessed it almost took the whole hour just to find the closet. 他说，他就这样承认说，几乎要花了一个小时要去寻找这样的隐秘的隐秘的地方。But when she finally quieted down, she she heard the Lord. 当他终于安静下来了之后，他听到了主的声音。
Now, do you take time and allow the Lord to speak to you? Oh, it makes such a difference in fellowship life when people have talked to the Lord. So our communion with the Lord is not just worshiping Him, praising Him, thanking Him, it's also silence, hearing Him, waiting for Him. Now, if you are here, you don't have a closet with the Lord, you need to find one. And I also want to suggest that you have a planned discipline of what you're going to read uh, every day. 我也鼓励大家，你每一次交通与主交通的时间，你也要先定下来，你预，你就有一个计划，你今天主要你读的经节是哪些？So our our young young people in Manhattan，所以在曼哈顿的这些年轻弟兄姊妹，we read three chapters a day from the Bible every day together。所以每一天我们都一起在这里读，每次读圣经读三章。A psalm。Old Testament, New Testament, every day. 每一天我们都读一篇诗篇，读一章的旧约，也读一章的新约。That's what we are doing. 那就是我们现在正在做的。And the Lord touches our mina. 所以主，所以当我们读神的话的时候，主就会摸到我们那个米娜。Somewhere in that three chapters, maybe just a verse, one phrase, something touches. 所以当你读那个，也许在这三章里头有一处，他就摸着你的心。Now, it just has to be a little phrase. 他也许就是很简短的一点点的经文。Now, I was here this morning worshiping and trading. I was trading by singing, by saying "Amen." People pray. 所以今天早上当我们敬拜的时候，我也在这里做交易。当人们祷告的时候，我也阿门，我也在这里唱诗。But when we sang the ninety and nine，当我们唱。当我们唱那九十九只羊的时候，主也向我说话。Did the Lord speak to you sometime during the service? 是不是当我们在敬拜的时候，有的时候主也向你说话呢？As soon as He touched my heart, I did trade business back with Him, worshipped Him.所以每一旦那个当主摸着我的心呢，我也就回应，我也就回应他做这样的交易。What a wonderful shepherd! 所以主实在是一个很值得奇妙的一个牧人。Okay, now one more exhortation. 再有一点劝勉。Now sisters, you can bow down low because I'm speaking to brothers. 那姊妹们可以低头,因为我现在是向弟兄说的。Brothers, you need to be a man of God. 你需要成为一个属神的人。And I want you to start trading by building a family altar. For your wife and your children. Do you want to raise your children up in the fear and admonition of the Lord? Do you want your wife to be beautiful in humility and godliness? Every father, every husband here has been given a mina. And he wants you to trade it at home 
with a family altar. 神就叫要你在你的家里，借着啊家庭的祭坛，你来做交易。You get the kids together and the wife together. 你就把小孩、妻子召集起来。Grandma, grandpa, whoever else is there. 或者你家里的有祖父祖母的也一起来。You read a few verses of the Bible. 你也读圣经，读几处经节。You just sing one little song. 你也许唱一个很简单的诗歌。You have a little prayer. 你有一个很简单的祷告。That's all. 就是这么的简单。Do you know how that changes a person's life? 你知道这样做能够改变人的生命吗? Now we have more than fifty people meeting with us in Manhattan. 在曼哈顿我们有超过五十位弟兄姊妹一起聚集。And I'm like the old man, I just sit back and watch everything.我就像那个老人,我就是好像坐在后头静静的观看他们。But I can show you the people that have been raised in a godly home with a family altar.但是我就可以从外表上看出来哪些弟兄姊妹是在这样敬畏家庭的人长大的。They know the Lord more. They have a greater respect for the things of God. Because they grew up praying with mommy and daddy. You can see the difference. Now we want to raise godly children. Now brother, there's your mina right there. The Lord asks you to have a family altar. And He will bless it. Don't preach. Don't make it long. Uh, this is why our kids have such trouble, uh, Brother Christian and my kids, because we preach at them. Totally kidding about that. But don't you preach? But the Bible preach. Sing a song, pray. Family altar. And you will do business until he returns. Commune with the Lord. Before your day is through, you should commune with the Lord. You have spoken to him. He has spoken to you. This is how we trade till he comes. Now I've borrowed some of Christian's time. I see our time is up. So, let me just have a closing prayer. Lord, how you desire that we would walk with you and talk with you. But we're so full of ourselves. But we come to the cross. And we lose our life for your sake. That we might discover your life. As we live day by day. Oh, do bring our consciences under the precious blood of Jesus. And bring us into the holiest place, the closet, the secret place with you. And this comes by your precious blood as well. We thank you for this life that you've given us. Help us to trade until you come. 
帮助我们来做交易，只等到你再来。靠耶稣的名祷告。Amen. Amen.